Blog Talk Radio. You are unmuted. Yama, can you hear me? Yes, I can. Okay, good. That's what I wanted, just a test one. Okay. Hi, Nari. How is the morning? Mm, there's, there's the wealthy lady. <laughs> the morning is good. Oh, Fred. Look. Hi, Fred. Hi, Mom. Morning. Good, good morning. How are you? Good, good, good. Fred, you look like you are going to the White House. <laughs> okay. Mama Chapoloka, how are you doing this morning? Chapoloko, I'm doing Chapoloko. good. Oh, my God. Just because here we have a Chapoloka, so I always... Oh! You have, a Chapolo- you have a Chapoloka there? Chapoloka, yes. Who? Uh, her name is uh, Wendy Chapoloko. Wendy Chapoloko? Chapoloko, yes. She's married to... She was married to a Mr. Chapoloko. Which chap- Which one? Which one? Chapoloka, Chapoloka, not Coloco. Coloca. Chapoloka. Joseph has an O. Yeah. Has an A. Okay, I better find out because it's not a common name. She's a Mrs. Chapoloka. 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 Matilda, how are you? Oh, I'll, I'll find out who it is. It could be a relation to my husband's family. Do I look pale? Do I still look pale? Fred, we can't hear you. Oh, you can't hear me? No? Can you hear me now? Yes. Okay. Not sure what's going on. How's everyone? Matilda, how you doing? Are you on mute? Miss Matilda, you're on mute. Did you mute me? <laughs> Miss Lele, hi. hi. How's my background? I was asking how my background is. Is it okay or do I need to move? I know we only have a few minutes. Um, move a little, yeah, too, space, too much space, like on top. I guess I'll have to hold my screen, my phone, for now. Still, we got to move some more. Up. Morning, Pastor Nathan. You go up, you're coming down. You're on mute. We can't hear you. You're coming down instead of up. 
your phone then, by the way. My internet is horrible. I pray it doesn't act up while we are doing this thing. Okay. Um, is uh, Evangelist Margaret uh, going to turn on her video? Because we're about to go live. No, I'll be on the uh, audio. Okay. Hello. Pastor Nathan, we can't hear you. I'm sure. Okay. Mm-hmm. My life. All right, let's go, Mrs. Mark. Thank you. 
everyone. Diaspora communities can be and are quite diverse and requires resilient leadership. Uh, this morning, from me in Dallas, Texas, good afternoon, wherever you are, we are going to be discussing issues relating to uh, the diversity, the, 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 the things that go with living in the, in the diaspora and those that are in leadership in, in, in those uh, communities. Joining us today is uh, Mr. Fred Kazembe, who is the president of Association of Zambians in DFW. Hi, Fred. Welcome to the show. Good morning, sir. How are you? Thank you. Doing good, doing good. And also joining us is uh, Ms. Nasilele Kaingu, Zambian Associations in Indiana. Hello, Nasilele. How are you today? Fine, thank you. How are you doing? Good, excellent. Good to have you. Good to have you. And also joining us is, uh, we call her mom, Evangelist uh, Margaret Chapoloko. She's the founder, I believe, and president of Hope Ministries International Life. Good morning, mom. Welcome. Good morning, thank you, and how are you? I'm doing good, excellent. And my co-host this morning is none other than one of my favorite people from Luapula, Matilda Lucas Mola. Hi, Matilda. How is Zambia today? Hello, good good morning to everyone, and um, good afternoon for those who are listening on the same uh, time time zone as I am. Zambia mm -hmm. is well, as best as it can be. Excellent, excellent. Are you participating in the campaign? <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm just observing. I'm what you call an independent um, independent and international observer. Okay, we, we, we hear you, we hear you. <laughs> All right, when, I, when I've introduced our panel today, uh, those of you who saw our posting on social media, I wrote Fred Kazembe, president of ZANUS, but I didn't introduce him that way. And uh, we also posted and says Nasilele Kaingu, vice president of ZANUS. So uh, Fred and Nasilele, uh, like I've said in my remarks, uh, the diaspora is quite diverse. And as a community, Zambian, so to speak, we've come a long way. Tell what is ZANUS? and um, what led to its formation? Yeah, that's a, that's a good question. Uh, ZANUS uh, actually represents the Zambia Association Network of the United States. Um, it's an entity that's made up of uh, different uh, presidents of different associations uh, across the United States. Uh, the intent behind it in the sense of um, organizing and uh, implementing such an organization was to form a way for us to be able to collaborate and implement activities for the Zambians across mm -hmm. the United States. Um, and this year, ZANUST is actually the physical agent that's leading the upcoming event that we're going to be having um, in Las Vegas, uh, but also the physical agent for the uh, Community Development Center. That's the main objective of our, our event, which will be happening in Las Vegas. But overall, we're an organization that looks to collaborate with other um, other organization and unite associations across the United States that are led by presidents of um, of the Zambian community. Matilda, fantastic. Well, I thought uh, you were still coming in. I've sure. <clears throat> Fred, thank you so much uh, for that information that you've given us. A lot of people are still not familiar uh, with who Zanus is and what the objectives uh, are. So, thank you. Um, and I would just like to bring in Nasilele at this point as Vice President for Indiana uh, Association and also a member, an executive member for ZANUS. Um, Ms. Nasilele, would you tell, how would you say your association has benefited from being affiliated with ZANUS? That is uh, the Zambia Association in Indiana. Uh, thank you for that question, um, Ms. Matilda. Uh, before ZANUS was formed, uh, as president, we didn't have like a motherboard to run to when we get into a crisis. Uh, so the formation of ZANUS has uh, made us have like a shelter where we run to, like a shield where we run to because of its composition of other presidents. So when you talk to somebody that has walked in your shoes before, it's easier for them to understand and advise you accordingly. So ZANUS has really, really benefited some new leaders like myself 
at least I can call President Fred, I can call anybody if I'm faced with a crisis. So it has benefited us so much. Thank you. Great. And um, Nathan, I, I know you're part of the uh, committee and you're also hosting with me. So this question, either you or Mom Chapoloko can answer this question. Um, Fred, with, with you, uh, with the news, you have been able to um, bring in the clergy to work with you on this project. The community is very diverse and very broad. So can you tell us your engagement or relationship with the clergy and their role in the community? Fred, you can answer that, and um, Mom Chapoloko can also chime in if you'd like. Sure. Uh, Mom Chapoloko, did you want to go first, or are you you okay if I went first? You go first, please. Okay, yes, ma'am. Um, so as far as the clergy, our relationship has really uh, grown uh, over the last, I would say, year and a half. Uh, and the reason behind it is that, you know, with any community, you certainly want um, not only ministry to be part of it, but also guidance from ministry, uh, not just from a preaching perspective, but also from a guidance perspective. Uh, as leaders of um, our Zambian community here in the United States, uh, time to time we also face with our own crisis that as much as we can relay and, uh, and communicate with our fellow presidents, sometimes we need counseling from um, our elders, from our ministers, but also that support is also um, very important. And when we are leading a community, we certainly want to involve the clergy um, to ensure that as we're beginning to provide certain activities, implement certain activities within the community, it's important to also have that, uh, that ministry involved as well so that at the end of the day, they know, the community knows and is familiar with some of the ministers that are within our community, uh, other than mm -hmm. us always having to engage only with, say, for example, within our own circles as presidents. Um, so it's been really important for us to bring in the clergy and having to start beginning to build relationships with members of our community that do not really associate outside the clergy and also mm -hmm. the folks that are within the other side, but also now beginning to understand a little bit more um, about the clergy side. So it's been a huge advantage. Uh, it's something that we value, um, and we're looking forward to growing that relationship moving forward. Okay, great. Thank you. Mom? You. Yeah, um, thank you. Uh, well said, uh, President. Uh, the clergy is uh, like uh, to give the spiritual, you know, Part of it and to spiritual help, because as you know, we cannot <clears throat> excuse me, we cannot do without God in everything that we do. It's mm. God first, and when we involve God in everything that we are doing, He will direct our path. He will direct us to where we are going. So it's so important that we uh, involve the clergy in this, so that when there is something that seems to be so big that we can't handle. We know how to go about it. We go to God in prayer. And when we pray, things are, are lightened. They are done. It's a done deal. So it's important to work and also to give the spiritual guidance to our community. Since mom is on the floor now, let me ask her as well, because at times we have this tendency to limit or restrict the clergy just to preaching or to church. You have been running a non-profit organization for many years. Can you tell us about it, uh, what the work you do, and when it was formed? Thank you so much, uh, Reverend Nathan. Um, the work that we do go way back. Uh, we are uh, Hope Ministries International. <coughs> hope Ministries International Life, giving mm -hmm. the hope to the to the hopeless. And it's based on Jeremiah 29, verse 11. This ministry we started with my um, uh, husband in glory, uh, Apostle Pastor uh, Ronald Chaprok Sr. We started way back in 1980. Wow. But if, even 1980, it even goes back, you know, beyond, before, beyond that. Mm -hmm. uh, what happened was, I'm sure, all of us were aware that at one point we were faced with a pandemic called HIV and AIDS. Yes. And that, that disease, we didn't have medication like we do now, but a lot of people died. If you remember, for those that were in Lusaka, I don't know the other parts of the, 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 the country, but those in Lusaka, we had the main uh, cemeteries that was 
uh, Leopard Hill Cemetery and mm. the Chinguere. We were burying like 150 per day mm. in Leopard, 150 per day in Chinguere Cemetery. And that claimed a lot of lives, and therefore a lot of families were misplaced. You'll find that most of the young people died, leaving the children who were taken care of uh, by their grandparents who didn't have resources. So I remember our president then moved in and said, those churches, please help us, mm -hmm. because the government alone cannot take care of these orphans. Please help us, if you can, take these children and help. And even individuals. So when we had that call, we said, yes, we've been doing this for the longest time. We'll move, we'll move in and help. And so we were helping, not having an orphanage, but we were hoping the people from their homes uh, would, would uh, find, uh, provide education. As you know that in Zambia, starting from grade one to whatever, wherever, we have to pay school fees. Mm. And those people could not afford. So we moved in, we kept in and paid uh, from our own resources. We paid for school fees and so on. Because we realized that the Zambia of tomorrow depends on these children. So if we safeguard their lives and educate them, then we are going to have a better Zambia. And therefore, we started helping. Some of them went as far as university and so forth. But even, even when we came here, we came in here with my late husband as missionaries, we mm. never stopped. We continued to help because we knew that those people, most of them when we were leaving, they were trying to say, what are we going to do now that you are going? He said, God is not short of people. He's going to raise some people who, who will help you. But we thought we should not stop, but we continued helping them back home. And so what we have, what we, we have done is we, we have uh, sent people to um, the, the orphans, and not, not only limiting to the orphans, but even the less privileged people. Yeah. We have sent them to school. We have given them food. We have done what we do. And myself being an entrepreneur, I started um, uh, teaching people not to give them fish, but out of fish. So I started giving them small capital. And I told them, I said, when you get somewhere, don't mm. send this money to me. Give it to the next person so that they can also do. So we started doing that. And especially in the church, I told the church, I said, especially we, a pastor's wife, we are not going to wait on the, on the offering and, 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 and the, the tithe. What if one day there is no offering? What if one day there is no tithe? So I started teaching them. How, just like asking them, what is it that they can do in their lives? Some of them, they said they would sing, uh, so they wanted to do, to, to, to produce music. Some of them mm. said, I can have a, 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 a cantini where I can cook food at the market. I gave them, some of them said, I can, I can do tie and dye. I gave them cups and so on and so forth. So it was a lot of people that, like ours, you know, uh, trying to train. Because if we were a lot of us helping, that would have helped. Not, on, not, not only that, we, 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 we also uh, bought a land where we are, we are building hope, what we call Hope City okay. to help these people. We have, we have bought land, which is like uh, in Lusaka, we have 33 acres. In, in Kabwe, I've got 30 hectares. And in Kapiri, we have uh, um, 33 hectares. And we have like bought land in all the almost in all the provinces because we wow. want Hope Ministry International to be represented in every um, in every uh, province. Every province, yeah. Yes, Eastern Province. We have bought some in Katete and so on and so forth. So so that every every we can build a, a resource center. We are building a lot of things there so that we can help these people. And and not 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 only that. Uh, we have extended, we, have, we did Copper Belt and Lusaka, we have now got into rural areas. We are in Kashikishi and the, um, the, um, the, uh, uh, the areas there surrounding mm. Kashikishi, where we, are, we have, like last season, we bought them uh, farm implements, we bought them seeds and fertilizer, and we bought them Bibles, because what, whatever we go, whatever we do, yeah. we are also introducing Christ to them. So mm. we bought them Bibles. They didn't have Bibles. They had, they had like one Bible which they could go to one village to read, then the next village and so on. So we bought them about 100 Bibles. 
which we distributed to them. Those that are many, we gave to their leaders so that at least they can have their Bible study and all. This is a way of evangelizing. We looked at it as that um, uh, when Christ uh, uh, looked at the people at the mountain, he first of all met their needs. Mm. And after meeting their needs, he spoke right. and they heard. Mm. And therefore, we, have, we, 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 we are doing that. We are first of all meeting their needs. And we are saying the implements, the things that we have given you, we want you to grow. But you don't have a market. I'll come back and buy those things from you so you can have money for the, wow. for the school fees. You can have mm. money for, for, your, for your upkeep and what have you. So I'll come back and buy, which means uh, this coming month and the following month they'll be harvesting. So I've That's set right. aside, yeah, I'm, 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 I'm setting aside some money which would help them go and buy those things from them. And because if, if they grow something, they do something, and those, those produce are not sold, they will be discouraged. Let me have you to end there. I'll let you continue because I like this entrepreneur, Pastor Nasilele. <laughs> you know, we, we want ministers or clergy in the community who are not just preaching. Okay, Matilda, the next question to... Well, Nathan, before I, I ask, I have a question to Fred, but I, I would just want to um, have you clarify for those who are listening. There are people who are familiar with um, uh, the clergy association, mm-hmm. um, and also then there's also the general um, terminology that we use to refer to the men of God, men and women of God, or the servants of God, as the clergy. So, in this uh, in this regard, are we referring to um, the group of clergy? Or is it just in general, all the clergy, men and women of God who are out there that are it, partnering it, with them? It, no, it's general. It, it's everybody. Okay. It's not restricted to a particular group of members of the clergy. It's, it's everybody. It's, it's, a, it's any ordained clergy in our community. Correct. I'm sure that's what our leaders want, Fred Nasilele, uh, Stella, and, uh, uh, you know, those in Seattle, you, your state, Florida. Every member of the clergy in our community, we are getting engaged. Correct. Absolutely. Well, thanks for clarifying. I know that uh, it can be a bit confusing for the people out there who may not know. Uh, so, Fred, I, I would like to, uh, I'd like us to focus on the event that will be coming on the in August that you are preparing for, and the purpose of that event is there's a major, major project that the news and the clergy are partnering on, right. and I'd like for you to tell our listening and viewing audience about it. Sure. Um, so with, with the upcoming um, uh, event that we're having in, in, in Las Vegas, um, which will be in the weekend of 27th and 28th, um, this event itself is a business conference um, uh, gala, uh, which will also have different uh, individuals performing um, and also speakers across the United States, Zambian speakers, obviously, uh, that will be uh, educating us about some of their businesses, some of their mindset uh, and, and their entrepreneurship and how they've advanced to be uh, successful within uh, the United States. Uh, but most importantly, it's also an opportunity for us to raise awareness and, and funds, if possible, uh, for us to have a development uh, council. And when we say development council, we're talking about a physical uh, building that will be the first uh, building. Our intent is not just to have one development council. Uh, our intent is to begin with one and then grow into uh, an opportunity where we set a program that will allow us to be able to have multiple and and possibly um, more uh, councils across the United States that would be uh, for the Zambians. Now, obviously, the main questions that everyone will have is what what is the purpose of those development councils? What is the main objective? Uh, what's really going to be going in there? The importance for us, um, the important items or agendas uh, within those, um, those physical buildings is, is for us to focus on things like, for example, um, civic engagement and advocacy. So when we speak about civic uh, advocacy or engagement, we want to educate our members of our community not only to focus on things like, for example, the presidential elections, uh, we want mm-hmm. to be able to have people that are educated within our community, that are employed within our community, within those uh, physical buildings, and teach our people to say, we can also vote for um, 
representative of our of our communities. So, for example, a certain suburb that you live in, there are elections not only for presidents, there are elections for councilmen, there are elections for sheriffs, there, there are different types of elections. And I think it's important for us to understand the process so that we understand that those people that we are actually voting for are representing mm -hmm. our communities. They're implementing and coming up with bills, suggesting bills that affect our Zambian communities. So it, it is important for us to learn and get familiar with the process and not only focus on the presidential elections. Um, another item is youth services. We want to be there for our youth. We understand that at the end of the day, uh, there's a huge currently uh, a huge uh, absence in, uh, in representation of the youth. We want to be able to engage the youth and have activities for the youth and guide them to the process of being young men and women that are successful. Um, knowing, coming from Zambia myself, I know what it's like when you first arrive in a country where you don't have a representation that you can go to and properly guide you into the right direction. Uh, personally, I believe that Usually, in most cases, uh, your future is determined by the first people you interact with when you move over yes. when you move overseas. Mm -hmm. So, if we mm -hmm. had a physical building, a physical organization that would allow some kind of introduction to the uh, community here when you first move over here, showing you and educating you about things like social security, uh, understanding things like DUIs, and understanding things like building your credit and positioning yourself for the next five to 10 years or 20 years, that actually prepares our young men and women to put their, their careers into perspective and understand that there are valuable things that they need to focus on and valuable things that they know that at the end of the day they can work towards on. Uh, those are some mm -hmm. of the things that we're trying to implement into those uh, community development councils and also things like cultural uh, preservation. We understand that as much as we live in the United States, we're still Zambians. We're still Zambians, and we still want to maintain our culture. So like Mom Chopoloko had talked about the things that she's doing within her organization, within their nonprofit, giving back to our community in Zambia, buying uh, land across the, uh, across the nation of Zambia. It's the same thing that we would like to have here. We want to build our own, our own community, but also continue to build our community with our cultural presence. For example, when a young man or a young woman is getting married, we want to understand what the cultural norm is, um, whether it's understanding uh, certain things like vana chimbusa or vana, you know, the process of yes, you know. So sometimes we, we forget these things, we forget the norms. Um, and I think it's important for us to have those types of uh, advantages within our, our uh, development councils. Uh, mm. Most importantly, it's also a, a physical building that would provide job opportunities to individuals that are educated or are skilled within those, um, those items, within those factors. Because at the end of the day, we're not asking for people to come and volunteer. So if Ms. Matilda, you're an accountant or you're a lawyer, and we, we see that at the end of the day, your skill sets is gonna be valuable to our community, the important thing for us is to give you the, possibly the same amount of rates that a, another company would pay you, but, mm. but at the end of the That's day, good. we are paying you to serve our community. And obviously, the main question is, how do we intend to actually function? How do we intend to actually operate in that manner so that at the end of the day, from an operational standpoint, we can afford to pay and meet and match uh, the prices or the, 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 the fee that Ms. Matilda is, is actually looking for out there in the community. We understand their grants. We understand mm -hmm. that they're donors. But most importantly, we understand that we need to implement a program that's going to allow us to be able to, um, when we file for, for, for grants, yes. those, those individuals, those federal agents will be able to see that there's a program out there that actually targets what we're going for and what they stand for. And that allows us to be able to have operational costs, but as well as allow us to be able to uh, put that money to use to within our communities. So there's so many, um, there's so many advantages and reasons behind the Development Council. Um, and for those that are, are on their computers right now and looking to read more and know more about the Development Council, you can go to www.zusbc. Uh, not only can you learn about uh, zusbc.com, by the way, uh, not only are you going to learn about the Development Council, but you can also purchase your tickets for the Las Vegas event. You can also book 
your uh, your hotel. We have a partnership with uh, the Bali Hotel where the actual event is going to be on the weekend of the 27th and 28th. Uh, the rates are incredible. Uh, we've negotiated rates for, 20, for $37 on the first day of arrival and $90 on the second day of arrival. So we thank you, thank you everybody that's watching, um, and thank you, Ms. Matilda, for that question. Yeah, there's the website, everybody. You can see there. You, we, we put up the website there so that uh, everybody can see it. Uh, like uh, Fred has said, zusbc.com. You can go there and see what is happening. Uh, Matilda, l let me ask this question to Nasilele before you, you, you jump in again. Um, you are in Indiana. Fred is in Texas. Uh, Bella is in Florida. Stella is in Pennsylvania. And the, the, the dynamics, like I said at the beginning of the discussion, are, are different in each area and every state that we live. What, what would you say to somebody listening the significance of these community centers is going to be? And your own interaction with people in your community as a leader, what, how much do you think alleviation this will bring to, 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 the way, to our way of life as people in the diaspora? Uh, thank you so much for that great question, Pastor Nkama. Like President Fred has said, um, this is a center that's going to bring us together as Zambians and mm. also to just add on to the point to everything that he has said. We are looking forward to having a space of our own where we can come in together as Zambians and, you know, interact and then be able to also interact with the government because most of the time, for instance, I had a few people in my community that wanted to uh, renew their passports. Their yes. It was really hard for them to get in touch with, uh, with the embassy. Mm -hmm. So if we have a community center and provide a service where people can just walk in and have their passports renewed, that would be like a way of everybody's choice. So um, I marketed this with my community and everybody else is looking forward to having a space like that. And also, uh, we are going to be having uh, services that are going to be catered for a wide spectrum of ages from the kids to the toddlers, mm. the adolescents, to the youth and the adults and the elderly. So this is a center that would be like a one-stop shop. We'll be having daycares, we'll be having uh, you know, kids that want uh, their homework done while their parents are at school. They're going to be having the elderly. Like, for instance, I had my, my parents visit one time here, mm -hmm. and it was so hard for me to juggle work with school and, you know, making sure my parents are catered for. So yeah. when we have centers like this in our communities, it would be easier for us to, you know, just drop them off or have somebody pick them up for them to stay there while we are Okay. Uh, these things happen. Uh, Bella, can I put you on the spot? Are you able to say, are you able to... Oh, Nasilere, you are done. You froze. You need to finish your point. <laughs> she might still be frozen. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. Bella, I wanted to bring you in here. Um, I don't want Fred to run out of breath. Um, uh, uh, good morning. Good morning. Uh, it's okay. Even the audio is good. Audio is good. Uh, those that are listening on radio, we thank you for joining us. And uh, those of you that have tuned in, please share this on your Facebook page. We want everybody to understand what is happening here. Uh, we're trying to share this information as much as we can. So like Fred and Nasilera said, Bell, uh Somebody saying, uh, why should I go to Las Vegas for this event? What, what would be your response to them? Oh, sure. Uh, so this event, uh, it's an opportunity for us to network. Mm -hmm. You know, in our professional careers or whether in business, our success is always dependent on the relationships that we have uh, with people. That's right. Uh, just using myself as an example, I can only think of one time where I've applied for a job and gotten it on my own accord. Most of the other jobs I've had is because I knew someone who was making an internal recommendation. Mm -hmm. And also as a, a grants writing consultant, it's a business-heavy 
I mean, it's a relationship-heavy business. Yes. So most of the clients that I receive is through personal referrals. And I, I believe I speak for any business owner who would say that relationships are cardinal to their success. Mm. So one, it's an opportunity for you to come and network with individuals who can potentially propel your professional or your business opportunities. It's also an opportunity for you to come and highlight your services and products that you sell because we're trying to highlight the opportunities that exist to us in terms of investing back home, mm. but also not forgetting that we live in the world's largest mm. economy. So it's an opportunity for people to uh, highlight what investment opportunities exist to them uh, right here in the U.S. So those are things that you, you definitely benefit from mm-hmm. in terms of uh, relationships. Yeah. Okay. And, um, Bella, it's good to hear your voice. I, I don't think this has been addressed yet. Has um, a city been identified to where the development uh, center, the first development center is going to be? I know those, it was mentioned that it would be several other cities after the first one has been done. Uh, no, the first, the first city where the first community development center is going to be held or built has not been selected yet. Uh, there are many okay. factors, of course, that we have to consider to ensure that whatever city is selected as the first one, it ensure the success of other cities down the line. So we do Fair have enough. to discuss the criteria, and of course, we want it to be a collaborative, a collaborative approach, as Dr. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mr. Fred said earlier. It's not just as a new president making that decision. We want to engage the community to help us pick the best suited uh, location because you know we're going to need the support of the entire community to do that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Matilda, let, let's go back to a point that Fred made when he uh, mm-hmm. no better rather when he says about uh, networking and uh, relationships. Where he makes the point to say, and Mam Chapoloko, I'm going to throw this question to you about relationships. Fred, you, our Bella, you've made a very important point about uh, things coming uh, out of relationships and networking. Uh, Mamcha Poloko, how crucial is this? And also you emphasizing the point of the reason the KG is getting engaged in this project uh, to ensure that we are all moving in the same direction as leaders. That's a very important question. Um, I'm glad that at this point the courage is involved. As I said, um, nothing is impossible with God. Mm-hmm. Everything that we do, we have to involve God. They will not work outside God. So the clergy has got a very important role to play uh, in this, in that not only will they give a spiritual guidance, but they also make sure, because for the longest time, people think, as the clergy, we are on our own. We don't want to get involved with people. But uh, the thing is that we need to realize to say, why is why the clergy? Why are they coming? And when we realize that, what is the importance of them being here? Once mm-hmm. we realize that, we'll be able mm-hmm. now to say, oh, uh, let me find out what is going on. Because people say things here and there. They don't want to, to hear it from the horse's mouth. Now that we are working together and uh, mm-hmm. uh, uh, people are looking at not only the, 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 the rest of the community, they have done this, but it, it, the coming in of the, of, of the clergy uh, will, will really um, help cement this relationship that is going on. It will really help cement because we are... Uh, we are all, <laughs> mm-hmm. all of us, mm-hmm. we have to, we, we are all, we, all of us, we have to have the mind of Christ. And I'll keep on emphasizing that. We mm-hmm. need to have a mind of Christ. And the mind of Christ is, there's no division. Mm-hmm. Things are done the way they are supposed to be done. You, you see, ma'am, the point you are making, and I'm going to throw this question to Fred. Uh, I remember one time I was having a conversation with Pastor Alan, who is here as well. Uh, this is what I said, Nasilere. There is no Walmart for Christians and the Walmart mm. for people don't go to church. It's the same Walmart. Right. There is no gas right. station for Muslims and the, uh, another gas station for a group of people. The significance of relationships and 
I like the way you put it, Mom and Bella, about networking and and you know just developing relationships. People may not realize that. A lot of relationships that I have developed, I can allude to that, is because I attended a certain event or function. Fred, I want you to zero in on some things that we shall expect when we get to Las Vegas. Those of you that are watching us and listening, uh, the website is – you say it, Fred, before I mess it up. Sure. The, uh, the website is <laughs> www.zusbc.com. Okay. Yeah, talk about what we shall expect there and the importance of us getting there, which will in itself help us to get to that point where we are able to build or purchase land or purchase a building for this community center. Sure. Um, before I actually answer that question, I just want to mm-hmm. piggyback on what um, Mam Shapoloko um, uh, spoke about um, or counter what she said as well, should I say. Um, the, the purpose of us engaging the clergy is not only for, uh, from the spiritual standpoint, but it's also from the accountability standpoint. Um, as Zambians and as a community, we're all responsible for each other because we love each other and we're all Zambians and we're overseas. So if we have a vision for our community in a sense of progressiveness, then we are all responsible. And I think it, it's, not, it's not only uh, dependent on organizations like ZANUS and other associations, independent associations across the United, the United States to lead such ideas. It's, yes. it's the responsibility of each one of us to be able to engage each other and learn from each other and build from each other. And I think uh, accountability is important when we establish these type of advancements and progressiveness within our community. Um, and I say that in the sense that um, the most important thing is about longevity, is about mm. you know, progressiveness as well as accountability, ensuring that if we were to be successful, and we are going to be successful when we are successful, when we implement such organizations that are like development uh, councils, we want to be having individuals that we can hold accountable and it's our relationships with the clergy, it's our relationship with doctors, with nurses, that will form groups like board leaderships that are able to hold individuals that are operating and um, being responsible, these type of uh, platforms, responsible in a sense of uh, ensuring that uh, from an operational standpoint, from a continu- continuity standpoint, that these platforms are moving forward and continue to progress. And that's what's really important about building relationships and maintaining relationships. Uh, just wanted to highlight that part. As okay. far as as far as some of the programs that we should expect in Las Vegas, there's so many. Uh, we're still working on the program entirely, uh, but we have engaged members of our community that are some individuals that are uh, successful, some that are entertainers and successful, mm-hmm. obviously, as well, um, and individuals from Zambia, uh, artists that are coming to perform for us uh, to help us uh, speak louder and, and hopefully raise funds for the community uh, in a sense of having a, uh, enough uh, money for us to be able to put down on a, a, a community development council. Uh, so our focus is to try and bring in individuals and uh, and possibly build a relationship with the uh, embassy as well to get that perhaps uh, backup uh, from a financial standpoint, but also from a vocal standpoint to see how we can engage the entire community. So we do have a a huge lineup of uh, uh, or an agenda that we're working on, uh, which is not yet published, but it will Mm -hmm. be published on the website. But most importantly, what you could expect is we're going to have uh, part of the agenda is going to have breakout rooms where we, we, we give an opportunity for individuals that are, have businesses, that have services. If you're looking at purchasing or showcasing your business or your services, uh, you're able to go on our website, uh, www.zusbc.com, and purchase a package depending on your level of uh, presentation that you see. Um, I know and I've heard from people within our community say I've, they've seen prices like 20000 mm-hmm. uh, They've seen prices like 7000 and 10000 and everyone is saying, wow, those are huge numbers. You know, what, what are you trying to do? The purpose of that is, is that we're targeting enterprise companies. We're targeting companies that are willing to spend money to come and build a relationship with our Zambian community. Uh, yes. Case in point is, say, for example, 
uh, American Airlines. We want to try to see if we can find a way for us to be able to get discounts for our Zambian community to say, mm-hmm. okay, just as much as we had agreed and got into an agreement or a contract with Bali to, to get prices for the Zambian community that will be attending and staying at the Bali, is the same way that we're looking at trying to build and hopefully be successful at putting up a contract with American Airlines so that when you're looking at purchasing your ticket, those prices are based for the, uh, the, the, the price for the fact that you're going to Las Vegas, Vegas to attend Vegas event. Mm-hmm. this event. So there's so many reasons as to why we, we, we put those prices because we know at the end of the day, if, for example, American Airlines decides to purchase 20000 then they're going to come to speak to us about how they can bring their business within our community. And right. to Bella's point, relationships. And that's where our relationship would build from there with them to see if there are individuals within our community. If there are, for example, individuals that are in the tourism industry, how can we get a American Airlines into Zambia? How can we get American Airlines to produce or, or find ways to have tourism activities, tourism packages that will have a destination of Zambia? So it is important for us to come there, learn from each other, engage with each other, and give ourselves ideas on how we can not only grow our community here in the United States, but how we can help Mother Zambia as well be in a position of success. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Excellent. Wow. This is so, so exciting. Um, I mean, it's, it's, everything that you have said is super exciting. Ms. Um, Nasilele, maybe you could just come back again and tell us more. Uh, I mean, just give us a quick 30-second, one-minute highlight. When is the event? Where? How much? You know, something like that, as you would call it, a commercial. <laughs> give us that commercial. Oh, thank you so much for that opportunity, Mrs. Ms. Matilda. Yeah, so the event will be held in Las Vegas in the state of Nevada, and it will be on August the 27th and the 28th. And the tickets right now are going for 150 but for those of us that are going to purchase the tickets after next week or after today, we'll have to purchase them at $200. Okay. So, uh, that would be uh, that $150 or $200 is actually uh, inclusive of your breakfast, lunch, and dinner, and a minimum of drinks. So, so wait a minute. You just said something very important that I don't know if all our listening audience knows about. So it seems like there's a, there's a promo going on. When does this promo end? You said there's those of us who can buy it at $150 and then everybody $200. Tell us about that promo. When does it end? So the promo is actually going to end tonight. So for 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 those of you that are uh, don't have any funds right now, or you want to call a friend and get that money because at midnight it's going to end specific time. Midnight specific time. Okay, midnight Pacific time. So everybody, there you have it. There's a special that. The, the, the general registration is $200, but for this, for today, because of this appearance on this show, uh, our, our leaders are offering us a $150 special for today. If you go to the website and register, like Nasileria said, uh, pull $150 from somewhere and register tonight, today, it will end at midnight Pacific time. Okay, there's the website up there, zusbc.com. Go there, you'll be able to see uh, some information, details of what is going to happen. $150 for today. Uh, it will end at midnight Pacific time, meaning for midnight California Seattle time. That is midnight Pacific time, okay? That's up to 1 a.m. Central, 2 a.m., things like that. So let's get on with that and see uh, those things uh, that will be happening. We look forward to having everybody in Las Vegas. We shall bring up that information again. Uh, this is a mammoth task, Fred, Nasilere, everybody listening. And uh, after Las Vegas, what shall we say will happen next? Um, Madam Vice, did you want to take that and I can go after you? Yes, so after Las Vegas, uh, first of all, like uh, President Fred has said and, and Mama Chapaloka has, 
have spoken about it a little bit. Mm -hmm. uh, after Las Vegas, we are going to sit down again as a planning group and uh, start looking for uh, a location for our first uh, community center. So I hope to see everyone, and I hope uh, everyone would come on board and mm. bring in those sponsors, bring in that money so we can get this thing going. Excellent. Yeah, and just to add on to uh, Madam Vice President, um, what what we're looking at possibly having after the event in Las Vegas on the weekend of the 27th and 28th is to continue the message, is to continue advocating and raising funds and awareness for us to have a community development council. We know it's not going to be an overnight success. It's not going to happen, you know, right after the event. So. Our intent is to continue building and uh, working with organizations across the United States, Zambian organizations and other organizations and companies um, mm. to hopefully uh, yield relationships that will help us determine uh, the first location where we can have the community center. Um, as President Bella had mentioned, there are so many factors that we need to consider. Um, for example, we need to ensure that uh, the state we choose has uh, fair taxes for commercial buildings because we understand that we don't want to be in a position that's going to be uh, expensive for us in terms of um, uh, rates at the end of the day. Um, from an operational standpoint, we need to ensure the community is engaged and in a sense that there's a program, even though the program is set, is the community there going to be engaged and the program is going to be in effect so that at the end of the day, as we are showing these federal agencies or asking for grants from federal agencies, they can see that the, 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 the Development Council works and it, it adheres to the community and works for the community. So there's still a lot of work that we're going to be doing even after um, the uh, 27th, uh, 28th of August, uh, but at the same time, we know that we need to continue uh, preaching this message until the point that we identify the state or city where the first community development council will be. Excellent. Maybe for the people that have tuned in or called in, they may, we can take one or two questions in the few minutes remaining. Uh, Yama, can you hear us on the radio? Yes, uh, good morning, Vanessa. And, uh, yes, I'm listening to you. Okay. Did you have any question you. or anything? No, I don't have any questions. Uh, thank you. Um, but I'm listening, and uh, I'm, uh, I plan to attend the meeting. But thank you so much. Uh, you, you, you are not going to try and attend. You told me you were coming. Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, that's Uncle. You say we we were together in Las Vegas with Zambia Block Talk Radio in the early days. We did an event there. You I see, talking about I relationships, Fred, that's uh, the first time I met, like you say, it was at an event. That's how I met Dr. Patrick. It was at that event. That's how I met Yereka. It was at that event. The list goes on and on and on. I'm going to put somebody on the spot here. Dr. Scott, good morning. I know you're listening. Any comments? You want to encourage some people here to sign up, to register, to come to Las Vegas? Uh, our leaders in the community, uh, the chair of uh, the Organization of Zambians Abroad, Ms. Clotilda, is here, ever supportive. This woman is an angel from the, from the descent from the Lord. She's very, very, very supportive. And I know Clotilda is going to bring 10 people with her. Mm, yeah, Nancy Lele agrees with me. She's going to bring 10 people. Clotilda is an amazing, amazing, amazing champion of this community. Uh, Bambono and Jovu, the founding president of ZANUS. We look forward to having you there. Uh, Pastor Alan, Dr. Scott, Bakleji, I want you to say something here and encourage people. That, that there is a reason why we are engaging ourselves in this. It's important. Dr. Scott, go ahead. Uh, thank you, Reverend Nathan. Yes, I'm really looking forward to it because um, you know, as clergy, I want people to to see us that, yes, we are clergy, but we're people as well, and we're Zambians, and it's great to be getting involved, you know, and being a part of this and building something together as a community. So this is, you know, it's, it's, it's wonderful that we can um, engage as, as Zambians and have a vision together and build well together and 
um, you know, from whether somebody is um, Muslim, Zambian, you know, uh, whether they are a teenager, they all have um, something impeccable, something authentic that they can bring to the table to help us build something magnificent. And um, it's exciting to see that we are flowing in, uh, you know, God's timing where he says that we, you know, this is, this is an era where we begin to look at each other as human. Mm. You know, yes, we're clergy. Yes, we're Muslim. Yes, this person's a teenager. Yes, we're this, we're male, we're female. But at the end of the day, we're human. And there's an, right. an important aspect that we build, that we bring uh, when we're building something. So this is, you know, that time for that, we're really, um, I, I think even with us working together, I think the main thing that I'm seeing is we're killing that stereotype yes. that here in the diaspora, we can't work together. I think we are nailing like that. It to the yeah. cross it's, it's, and yeah. saying that we are changing the narrative that we choose. We, we, we have risen up and saying we are making a choice. We're taking a stand. Mm-hmm. that Zambians will work together. We might not agree on everything, but we believe in one Zambia, one nation. Mm-hmm. So I, like um, I, th- I think that this is a, a, a powerful statement. Um, if we come out in numbers, if we support this, even if, for, for example, somebody can't make it, but they say, I believe in the cause, mm-hmm. where can I make a donation? Do yeah. that too. You know, Thanks. $5, listen, whatever you have, give to the cause. Um, because this is going to help a lot of people, not just us now, but even those to come, should Jesus tarry. Mm. We're building an America that they can live in and feel comfortable in um, down the line. Excellent. And excellent. When you mention a teenager, Dr. Scott, it reminds me that we can inform everybody listening here, the, uh, Fred and Asilele, that one of the speakers on the program is a Zambian student at Harvard. Right. So. This is not just for the Madalas and old men and old women. We are incorporating the young people, okay? And then we, the, the other communities, okay? The other communities uh, like Ethiopian, Eritrean, Chinese, Nigerian, they have these, these community centers. And we have the executive director for the Eritrean community center in Atlanta is coming to the event just to come and give us a boost and they support us and encourage us and to say it can be done. As we wind up our discussion here, President Fred, we have something happening locally in Dallas to try and rally support for this. Could you just quickly talk about that? When sure. and where it's going to be? Sure. Um, we are working on having a community barbecue uh, next weekend. Uh, we're still trying to identify the location of the event, but we want to engage the entire community uh, to come out and rally behind us uh, and hopefully uh, advocate um, for the Community Development Council to be, uh, perhaps to, for Dallas to be the first state, uh, or should I say the first city, and Texas to be the first state to have the Development uh, Community Council. Um, so we're going to be having a, a, a barbecue. Uh, we want all the Zambians in the DFW to come out in numbers. Um, part of the reason we're also having the, uh, the get-together is also to inform the community that at this point the enrollment period is open for the life insurance policy that we have mm-hmm. and in Dallas here and, and that's something that we've had to learn and build from uh, from this a new standpoint um, is, is ideas such as life insurance uh, policies our communities have suffered so many times and, and have had to stretch their hands in terms of creating go funds and unfortunately they find us sometimes in positions where financially we're stretched so to help us prepare for unfortunate times we've encouraged our community to have life insurance policies uh, and at, at this point the enrollment period is open uh, we'll be having uh, um, information about the package and how it covers and, and the benefits of being covered and we're hoping that the come out next week and help us um, continue having this policy but also uh, buy their tickets for the Las Vegas event um, mm. so we look forward to seeing everybody next weekend um, and we'll put out the information as far as location uh, within this weekend thank you excellent well everybody that was our show today uh, uh, my guests were Fred Kazembe president of uh, ZANUS and also Association of Zambians in DFW Ms. Nasilele Kaingu she's uh, vice president for ZANUS 
and uh, president, I believe, of a Zambians uh, Association in Indiana, and our beloved Mam Chapoloko, uh, founder and president of Hope Ministries International. We are so delighted. My friend Matilda, it's good to see you. I am really praying that you'll be here by August so that we can, <laughs> we can hook up in, uh, in Las Vegas. Everybody, go to the website tonight. Today is that special rate of $150. After midnight Pacific time, it will revert to $200. My guest next week is President Moses Chiluba. Most of you watch Camnet TV on Facebook page or those that live in Zambia. You do watch Camnet. Pastor Chilova is coming to share and discuss some national issues, media, and all those kind of things. Fred, thank you. Thank you, Nasilele. Thank you, ma'am. Thank you, everyone. Have a nice weekend, Matilda. Thank you, everyone. We're preparing for Sunday. Have a good afternoon and morning, everybody else. All (laughs) right. Have a good one. We'll see you all next weekend. See you. Bye. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.